When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe Peluso. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Tell me what happened with your doctor. You had a doctor who was, what did he do? Uh, what you just told me about your I doctor. Had, I had three doctors who left. I had one, he left. Two, he left. The third doctor was gay, <laughs> which I didn't know. And he got caught with a 13-year-old kid, male teenager. How did he get, so he emailed, he was emailing a young boy. He was boy. emailing a young boy when, uh, when he, it was sexual connotations. So they, they, they pulled his license and he lost everything. He can't, he can't practice anymore. I mean, well... The, he can practice on 13-year-old boys, but... Oh! <laughs> There's the joke. I'm the funny one in the family. <laughs> Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring's like on Sharp Tongue Podcast. We did it. We made it on a Monday. We got it done. I can't believe it. All it means is that Liz is back in town. That's the only reason I was able to get it up on a Monday, because my assistant Liz was able to handle business. Okay? Happy Monday, everybody. I missed you so much. That was a little sample of my interview with my dad he's the funny one in the family don't you fucking forget it joe peluso the um the man of the hour my father the flatulent hero he actually was my first guest on the podcast Uh, my first episode i did with my father and i called him my flatulent hero because we are we have the tendency to be quite the flatulent of folk my sister's flatulent, I'm flatulent, my father's flatulent, my mother is adorable. Um, so yeah, he's on this episode. I'm so I'm so damn excited about it. We talk about a lot of stuff. Um, I just got back from my pool. <laughs> Specifically in this moment, just got back from my pool. I got high and went and laid by my pool um, for an hour and felt pure bliss (laughs) I got so high I also I got Fozzie groomed today and the groomer called me because she hasn't dealt with Fozzie since he's gotten sicker so she gave me a call and was concerned because his breathing was all messed up she called me and I could hear Fozzie in the background like and she's like I think you should come get your dog I'm like no don't worry he dies slowly every single day just try to ignore the sounds of death escaping his rib cage. Um, but he got groomed and then she told me that his anal sac is swollen. Uh, anyone who has dogs should know you have little anal sacs inside of your dog's butthole. Not you don't have them. Your dog has them. (laughs) And groomers from what I understand, squeeze these things to clean them out. Fozzie's they're not supposed to be swollen Fozzie looks like he's got an apple on his hip can I just get a normal dog I kind of 
like I make fun of cat people. I think they might have they're, they're, they're having the last laugh because I feel like cats have less problems than dogs. I've got swollen anal sacs. Carlin ate another fucking loaf of bread today. He ate another loaf of bread. That's three. That's two loaves of bread and a sack of rice this month. <laughs> I can't believe Carlin ate a sack of rice. <laughs> what is he fucking Oliver Twist? <laughs> My dog is eating rice. Oh my god! I just these dogs are just. They're going to be the death of me. They're going to be the fucking death of me. I can't get over it. I was down at the pool uh, chilling with Marcella. Marcella's here staying with me. And I was just going over my head like, okay, I left Carlin out of the crate just to test him again. And then I was like, oh, shit, I left bread out. This motherfucker, this anti-LA motherfucker is going to eat the loaf of bread. No bitches out here eat bread. My dogs are like, fuck you and your stupid diets. I want a loaf of bread. And then Marcella said, <laughs> Marcella bought a loaf of bread because she was jealous Carlin ate a whole loaf of bread too. <laughs> She's like, fuck, if he can eat bread, I'm going to eat bread. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, so that was my day today. I have one day off in between shows. I just got back from Portland. I did shows at the Helium in Portland. Shout out to that club. It was so dope. The crowds were so dope. You guys were so fun. Really, like, gracious crowds. You were smart. You know, you were a little white, very white area that Portland is. It's very white. There wasn't much diversity. But you still were great people, aside from that. <laughs> Get some more black people in your town, will you please? Um, but the crowds were great. The club was amazing. It was just me. I didn't have any. I didn't bring an opener with me this time. So I had uh, new comics that I met uh, that were very funny, whose names escaped me. Joanne and Brian. Uh, Brian Cook, I think his last name was. They were so funny. Um, I'm horrible at remembering names. Um, but I had a great time. I really did. I got back Sunday. I went out on my third date with the same guy. I don't know if I told you guys about my second date. I told you about my first date. Well, since, no, I, I because I had my second date on Tuesday. So maybe I talked about it last Wednesday. I don't remember. Regardless of that, I went on my third date last night. Shit is getting hot and heavy. Um, Very, very cute. Very sweet. We'll see. I'm trying not to have those thoughts in my head where I do that self-sabotaging thing where you're like, he's probably this or he's probably that and blah, 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 where you, where you say shit to, to set yourself up for failure. I have been shaking those thoughts out of my head and just going into this with an open mind, you know, no expectations and just trying to be an adult without any sort of emotional problems. It's very difficult. As you can tell, I had to smoke weed and sit by my pool for an hour. <laughs> no, that was just recreation. That wasn't even me trying to deal with nothing. But it, third day, I'll take it. You know what? Mad cute. I looked adorable. My outfit was on point. Tight jeans. Kind of rolled up a little bit. Tan high heels. A white flirty tang top with a cute ass bag. Bam. Minimal makeup so you know what the fuck you're working with. Bitches, stop going on your first dates looking like you're auditioning for Telemundo daytime. <laughs> stop going on your first dates. Looking like you're auditioning for, for RuPaul's Drag Race. 
okay? Chill with the makeup. Be happy with your face. And don't sit there and say, oh, you're cute, Jessie Mae. You're pretty. It's easy for you to say, fuck that. I had adult acne most of my life, okay? I, I struggled with my looks, so be happy with yours. Don't shellac three inches of foundation on your first date because when he wakes up next to you and you look like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> fuck, you, you, listen, just try and show your natural beauty as much as you can. Put your tits out more. Less makeup, more tits. It's science. Balance it out. Also, if you're going to show cleavage, don't show ass as well, please. It's balance. Everything in moderation. If you're going to have your legs out, don't show your tits as well. Have some, leave some shit to the imagination. Okay? I know you're worried about some other girl swooping up and snatching your man. Just be confident with what you got. Don't put it all out there. Let him think about something. Let him imagine something. And you know what? If he goes with somebody else, then he doesn't fucking, then he wasn't worth it. Move on. So I didn't shellac makeup on. I was like, this is what you see is what you get. I mean, I put a little mascara on to show that my eyelashes are mad flirty. And we went to see the worst movie that I've seen in a long time. I'll talk about it after the interview in my little mini movie section that I do. <laughs> ah, we have to watch another movie. I, have to fig- I wish every- I could invite everybody over and we could watch a movie. But I feel like I wouldn't survive that night. Like maybe somebody would come in and murder me. Um, this interview was a lot of fun to do with my dad. My dad, my Syracuse just came out right there. My dad. I, uh, oh wait, before I get into it, I'm going to be in Austin this weekend, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Cap City, the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th. My birthday is the 16th Wednesday, and I'm celebrating it with Austin, Texas at the Cap City Comedy Club. Come out and see me. Um, Google the comedy club. They should have tickets available on their website. Cap City in Austin, Texas, this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Jess America tour, still going strong. Spending my birthday in Texas. My manager, Justin, is going to come out and celebrate with me. So we're going to tear it up on Wednesday night in Austin, Texas. I'm going to have to ask you guys some suggestions on places to go. Maybe a strip club. We don't know. Um, Yeah, so this episode was a lot of fun. I, I've... You guys have you guys have met my father before. If you listened to my first episode, like I said, you also were introduced to my sister two weeks ago, my mother last week, and so I decided to cap off the family portion with my father, my my main man. And we talk about a lot of stuff. You know, we got into a lot of uh, family stuff. My my grandfather, even though my father denied it, my grandfather had two families at once. So that was a big d- scandal in my family. And I have a lot of Italian, you know, a lot of Italian names in my family. I have an Aunt Dar, Aunt Darlene, who we refer to as Aunt Carmela. I have an Uncle Basil. I have my great-grandmother. Her name was Josephine. There's some real soprano shit going on in my family, but nobody could get their shit together. And, um, you know, we're, we were left with not much. There's only a few successful people from our lineage. Everybody else is gamblers and, and um, alcoholics. <laughs> I fall right into that category. Uh, my grandmother actually went insane. My father's mother was in in a was in um, a psychiatric ward for almost two years, which was something that was new to me. I didn't know the extent of her mental illness, 
and I didn't know that she was in there for two years. I thought it was only for a couple months. So my father and I talked about that. That was pretty crazy. My grandma Jean, um, you know, we just talked about like that whole era when she was in the hospital. I mean, that was God, that that's going back about 60 years. And this is, you know, they were doing horrible things because the, their knowledge of mental illness was very scarce. And so they were resorting to these archaic methods of treating people with quote unquote mental illnesses. And now today we realize a lot of these things can be medicated by, you know, smoking weed and chilling at your pool. (laughs) I'm so glad I live in this generation where I'm not being lobotomized. Uh, I'm just, you know, smoking out a little bit and then whatever was bothering before, I don't even fucking remember. I'm like, what? what was that? Can I have a piece of cake? So we get into that and we talk about, you know, mental illness being linked to dementia and all of that craziness. Um, you know, just, it was a crazy era. That was, so that was an interesting thing that I didn't know about my family. I learned, and my father loves to tell stories and that's why I love to have him have to have interview. I love to interview him. Um, he's just a, a fun dude to talk to. And I also didn't know that my great-grandmother had an estate in Sicily and was quite the successful woman and lost everything after the Great Depression. So had the Great Depression not happened, my family could have been balling because my grandmother had like an estate in Sicily and servants and all of that. I didn't know that. Craziness. It's so interesting what you learn when you ask your parents, when you just, you know, ask them about their past and what they experienced you know, your parents aren't just there to lend you money and, you know, bail your ass out of jail. They're people who lived lives. And so that's why I wanted to, like, get into it with my mom and my dad and, and ask them questions. You know, my mom is uh, she's a very private person. So she was I thought she was pretty cool by allowing me to talk to her about things. And I want to talk to her about more things because she has an interesting background. You know, she's this kind of like a farm girl, you know, was raised on my grandma's dairy farm and had six siblings so I mean th- that's rude you know that that's a story that's rooted in rich memories so I, I if I could say anything to anybody talk to your parents about their past learn about it because you discover a lot about yourself and you also get to know more about your parents they're not here forever so I I just think uh, I'm very fortunate that I am able to communicate with them in that way especially now that I'm an adult and I can appreciate it. So I hope you guys enjoy this family edition. I hope you enjoy listening to my sister, who's a bitch, my mom, who's adorable. And now you're about to hear my conversation with the love of my life, the male love of my life, because my mom is like the female love of my life, but my father, the flatulent hero, Joe Peluso, his second interview on the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Get ready for Joe Peluso. the funny one were you funny as a kid i always had a knack of making people laugh you always liked it oh yeah i liked it i like i i liked making people laugh as you're drinking your Michelob ultra very nice did you make your brothers and sisters laugh yeah yeah but you had your grandpa had two families at once that must have been My difficult Grandpa had eight kids with two different women funniest man you ever saw in your life <laughs> he was a good looking dude eight kids he had with two women. With two wives. Simultaneously. Well, not simultaneously. We were born first, my brother Louis and Darlene, 
and they got married again to Hold Doris. it to your face. He got he married Doris. And, yep. And they had five kids. Right, but him and Doris, he was still with Jean when he went with Doris. When he met Doris, he was still with Grandma Jean. No, Grandma Jean was with her grandmother. They had already split. Oh, they split? She had a nervous breakdown. Okay. So he was out, she was out of the picture completely. Because Aunt Carmela said that it was two families at once. I don't know, maybe in the beginning. I don't know if it was. My mother was in a hospital. Yeah, she went to the... Ins- uh, she went to the... Willard. The, she went to the cuckoo bin. Yeah, that was, uh, that was when they didn't treat people. All they did was dope them up. So she got doped up and put I in never, the hospital. She never knew who we were. I wanted to... You know, I, I didn't realize what it was like because I was real young, 11, 12, 13. When she went to the hospital? I didn't know they doped her up so much. I if I was an adult, I would have I really come down at them. I would have sued them. She yeah, was be- sitting, standing there like a, sitting there like a zombie. She didn't know who you were. Oh, my God. They got her all doped up. They doped up everybody. Because they didn't know how to deal. They didn't know how to deal with it. But what are you going to do? That Those are the times. Like ma- ma- Before that, they used to do lobotomies. Lobotomies, and they did the electrical. And they thing. did electrical shock therapy. Yeah, it was uh, Jack Nicholson. That's right. One flew over the cuckoo's One nest. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. We love movies. That's exactly the way it was. Exactly the way it was. That's the way they treated people. If they were unruly... If they cause any trouble, if they cause any trouble at all, they gave them the electrical shock treatment. And if that didn't work, they gave them a lobotomy. Which is the thing through the nose? The hook? Like where they... They take out, you're, not, you're nothing. You're like a, they, you're, they, you're, they, it's like a zombie when right, you're done. You're done. Yeah. But, I mean, Remember men, the Indian? Yes. The Indian killed him because he knew he, wouldn't want him, he didn't want him to be like that? Yes. He would completely lost. He wouldn't have no brains. No, 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 and he suffocated him. That's right. Just, it was actually, you know, it was actually a good thing to do because he was a zombie. Right, because you wouldn't want to live like that. No, he didn't know he didn't want to live like that. That's why he did it. So how long was Grandma in the hospital? <sighs> long time. Long time? Long, long time. Maybe I don't know. I, I never asked Darlene how long. Maybe a year, two years. I don't know. What? Yeah, she was in for a long time. I th- that must have contributed to her mental health towards the end because yeah, well, she was kooky. She was, she was kooky. Dementia. After she got out. No, no, not when she was older. But I'm talking about when she's older. Well, she forgot all that. She forgot all that. Way back, she forgot all that time in her life. She was completely, it was completely lost to her. That's it was, crazy. It was awful. So she, one day, she used to say stupid, real stupid, off the wall things. You don't know what, we didn't know what the hell she was talking about. And one day, she realized what cause of her psychological problems were what was with her, with her, was her mother grandma josephine and what? she told her what did josephine do josephine oh josephine was a tyrant she was a mean she Italian would let darlene woman? she told she told she told her mother my mother that my father was cheating on her and he's in a band and he's seeing women he wasn't doing that she How poisoned her mind and then she went she, and she had the nervous breakdown she caused and she says it was she said to my, her grandma it was your fault you're the one why you're the reason I had to go to the hospital. She came right out of it, completely out of it. She wow. was perfectly normal after that day. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. Perfectly normal. She was confused about what happened to her because she lost all that time. Right, because of the you medication know, that fucked her up. She knew all who we were, and she knew what I was the baby, and Louie, and Darlene. She knew us as her kids. Right. I mean, she knew that. There was no problem with that. But she forgot us growing up and everything because she was... Her grandmother screwed her up so bad. She forgot all that time before. She forgot. She probably remembered a little bit when we were kids, when we were living with wow. her. Wow. We were living with her. She was okay. Then she went to live with grandma, and that's when the, she went 
she went over the hill. She Josephine, drove, where Josephine was... Josephine drove her right into, the, right into the insane asylum. Where was she from? Italy. Crazy Italian bitch. Strong, strong woman. But a bitch. A bitch. I don't know how my grandfather... She, married, she was married three or four times. Who, so who was... My grandfather... It, it was un, unheard of for people to get married three or four times. Yeah, in, in those days. My, my, my other grandmother, Grandma Peluso, called her second hands. What's that mean? Second hand. What she said, second hand. Sound like that? She meant second hand because she got married uh, so much. Uh, <laughs> she called second hand. Second hand. <laughs> Thought it was Italian. She, she, she hated her. Oh, she hated her because uh, Dad, my father, Mike. was was her baby. I mean, that was the, he was her favorite. My grandmother, my father was her favorite. And when that. But wait, was this was this Grandpa Mike's? Grandmother, or was this Grandma Jean's mother? No, Grandpa Mike's mother. So Grandpa Mike's mother drove Grandma Jean. No, no, no. Oh no, we're no, no, talking no. about two different no, grandmas no, two now. Different. No, Josephine was Mike's mom. Was 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 uh, Josephine was my mother's mom. Right, right. So Josephine drove Grandma and, 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 Jean nuts. Yeah, and then uh, uh, my grandmother in Auburn was my father's. What mother. was her? What was her name? I never met her. Uh, Carmela. Carmela. So was Carmela the tyrant? Or was Josephine the no, tyrant? No, Josephine. So how was Carmela, Grandpa Mike's mom? Was she sweet? Oh, she was wonderful. She, she used to bring over groceries because she always thought he was broke. Because <laughs> uh, Josephine, my grandmother, threw my father into jail twice for non-support. Jeez. Well. And she had Darlene, but he had us. Right, his first but family. Had, he, he, you know, he actually should have supported her a little bit, but he didn't. He didn't? Well, that's, that's kind of fucked jail. up. Yeah, well. Because you, as a man, you got to take care of your family. But my grandma had a lot of money. She was in good financial condition. Josephine she, was? Oh yeah, From what? Stocks. She was a smart woman. She sounds like a crazy smart she bitch. Used to be a <laughs> she used to be a witch in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> she used to haunt the farm. <laughs> no, she had, she had a, an estate. She had servants. What? Yes. Where in that? Italy? I don't know, Sicily and uh, Napoli. Sicily. I don't know. Was it Sicily? No, it's Sicily. Or maybe Sicily. Grandma said she's from Sicily. Yeah, she had she had servants. She was a bourgeois. I call her a bourgeois because she was, you know, really sophisticated, intelligent woman. And then the Depression came, and they got wiped out. From the after the war and everything. Depression, the thirties. Yeah. Right. After oh, okay, the first the 30s, World War. Right. Right. And they came over here. And so she got wiped out. She got wiped out. Completely wiped out. And Broke. she came over here with Grandma Jean. Grandma Jean was two. Where did Grandma Jean meet Grandpa? Do you know how they met? Grandpa Joe? Grandpa Mike. Where did Grandma Jean and Grandpa Mike meet? Your parents. I have no idea how they you got You don't together. know how they met? No, I have no idea. And then they, so she, was, she was young. She was like 17, 18 years old. Jesus, that's the way they did it back then. Yeah. And but she had, you, she had you, Uncle Louie, Aunt Carmela, and then Grandpa... Met Doris and had Uncle Mike, Aunt Maxine, Uncle John, Uncle John Aunt Michelle, Aunt Tootie, Tootie, and Maxine. We already said Maxine. Maxine, Michelle. Maxine, Michelle, Tootie, Tootie John, John, and Michael. And Michael. John was the last born. John was the little little one. Yeah, he was the he was the spoiled one. So did you? When did you? You had to spend time in two houses then. When you were a kid? Well, we used to, I used to go visit my mother for the summer when I was in school. We used to go for the whole summer to my grandmother's house in Geneva. We stayed with my mother all summer, my brother and I. How old was your... So how long did you have a grandma? Like, when did, when did your grandma pass away? 
99. Why do I don't I don't remember her? Your grandma Grandma or Grandma Grandma Sacco? Grandma Peluso. Oh Grandma Peluso. You don't I remember kinda her? remember her. She was Well, that was a long time ago. She was built like a you sack of potatoes, right? Oh, yeah. She had like skinny little legs, yeah. sack of potato body. Yeah. I remember that. She was doing housework when she was in her nineties. That's crazy. She was a tough, tough she had a operation. Yeah. I don't know, appendicitis or something. They had to put her rush her to the hospital. She got up the next day and walked around the hospital. <laughs> oh, she was tough. Stu- that's not tough, that's stubborn. She was stubborn. You and Uncle Louie are the same way. But I mean she was she just got right out of bed. Right that's after crazy. That, day after the operation. That's like a they dog. They told her not to, but she, she, she couldn't do anything that's with That's insane. Her. And that was, was Grandma Josephine? Grandma Grandma Peluso. Carmela. Or uh, Carmela. Uncle Mike's, or Grandpa Mike's and, uh, mom. Another funny story about the family. It's so confusing. We have so many fucking relational really, issues. Uh, when Mike, uh, let me see. I'm trying to think how this happened now. Oh. When my grandmother... My grandmother. Which grandma? When my grandmother came over from Italy. Which grandma? Peluso. P- grandpa Mike's mother. When, when she come over. Carmela. This Carmela. is like the. It sounds. It's starting to sound like the the script for no, Sopranos. It was. It was. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. They never, never. They never had. My mother, who came to hear it too, became. My mother never became a. Citizen. She was never a, grandma. Never a citizen. Grandma Jean was never. She never became a citizen. No. she was an illegal alien. We used to no, joke no, about no, that. No. She was. She was legal, but she. They had a. Uh, Register every year at the, at the post or at the, at the post office. They had to register as a, as as an immigrant. Every year. She was two when she came. That's hilarious. Wasn't that funny? That is funny. Anyway, the uh, when my grandmother and grandfather Peluso came over to this country, they came into Ellis Island. What was what was his name? Carmela and Luigi. Holy shit. Luigi and Carmela. <laughs> I now wish I knew this. them. This okay. Funny story. Okay. They get to the. They had interpreters. They had Italian interpreters, so they, so they could uh, understand. So they told him, uh, "What's what's your name? Luigi Peluso. This Carmela, my wife. What's your? They said, what's her maiden name before you were married? He says Peluso. Her name was Peluso. Yes. <laughs> God, are we inbred? <laughs> no, they were like eighteen cousins down the line. And Holy they, they wouldn't, shit! They wouldn't believe him. They wouldn't believe that she had the same, that she, her maiden name was the same, Peluso. So what, what she said, that can't be your maiden name, it's your married name. She says, no, what's this good to the interpreter? No, I was Peluso too. But they were, no, it was like, an, it wasn't a mother's sister. It was distant. Wait, are you sure? Oh, way distant. That would explain our flatulence way, problem. <laughs> way distant cousin. Both had the same name. Is that amazing? That's crazy. That's creepy. Luigi Peluso and Carmela Peluso. There, there's a lot of Pelusos out there. In Italy. You know what our name means? Harry. Big and Harry. Big and Harry. <laughs> no wonder you were well, you were a knockout with I'm, the ladies. I'm short, short and Harry. Harry. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Where does this go to anyway? This goes on on out to the world. This goes out to everybody. It goes out to everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm the funny one. Remember that. Oh, Uncle Louie was funny, Should but I tell he him was a start- joke. Yeah, tell him a joke. I want to tell you a joke. Clear out your throat. You got that weird oh, bubble. <laughs> this um, guy goes to the golf course. Okay. And he's a stutter. He goes into the clubhouse and he's standing there and this other guy comes walking. He says, hey, how are you? You know here? He says, I just, just, just joined. And, and the other guy says, oh, you stutter. He says, yeah, I'm my, 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 my life. He says, geez, I had the same problem. 
He said, I, I had my wife perform oral sex on me. And he said, I never stuttered it again. He says, why don't you try it? He said, oh, okay. So two weeks later, the guy comes in, he sees the stutter. He says, how'd you make out? He said, no, 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 not too good, but, but, but you uh, have a beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> You a, love that joke. Oh, that's a great joke. I think it's one of the best ever. It was a good joke with the stuttering. Is it end? I, I, you have a beautiful house. Um, you said Uncle Louis used to steal a bunch of shit when he was a kid. He stole my paper route money. Put it up here. Uncle Louis stole your paper route yeah, money? Yeah, back in the old days. They used to put the money in the old milk. There were little milk things on the side of the house, the yeah. old houses. And they put the 45 or 50 cents. It was so cheap. And he'd come by, he knew where the money was, and he'd take it. From people's houses? Yeah. He was a little scandalous. Yeah, but he, took, he didn't take a lot. He just probably hit two or three of them. He got a little, little change, and he... What did he do with the money? Gamble? Huh? Did he gamble as a kid? No, no. Not, he, not that young. He was, I was only like 13, maybe. 12, 13 years old. How, how much older was Uncle Louie? year and a half. I got a funny story about my father. Uh, about Grandpa Mike? This is not a joke. It's real. True. Tell me. Well, I was living home. I was probably 20, 21 is before I moved out. And I was out one night and I met this girl. And I went back to her apartment. I stayed with her all night. Whoa. Dad, you whore. No. Well, you know, if you got to do it, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I came home at 8 o'clock. He's getting ready for work. He's a salesman. He has to shave. He's all dressed up, ready to go. And he sees me coming in the door. He in the says, morning? Yeah, he sees me coming in at 8 o'clock in the morning. So he knows I'm just getting home. Yeah. He says, he looks at me, he says, what'd you do, forget to get off? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, you forget to get off. That's funny. That's funny. He, was, he, he had a dry humor, my father. Very dry sense of humor. Uncle Louie was the same way. Mm-hmm. He used to steal liquor, you said. He used to call me a swine. Who called you a swine? My brother. Uncle Louie called you yeah, a swine? What if I did something he didn't like, called me a swine? <laughs> if I farted, he called me a swine. I remember when you guys were living together and you guys would play Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, we did that a lot. And you were com- you guys were competitive with Trivial Pursuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Tracy used to play with us, too, once in a while. You guys would argue with one another because mm-hmm. you were so competitive. Yes, we were all our life. I remember there was one time when you guys were playing Trivial Pursuit in the kitchen and you guys were yelling at each other and you told him that he he looked like he was he, you told you told him he was a 12 year old girl because he got so much blood in his shorts from his hemorrhoids <laughs> and he said that you should shut your mouth because you shit your pants more than anyone he's ever met that's what you two said to each other yeah we said that didn't we yeah probably did you talked about how you used to have blood and shit in your shorts <laughs> over trivial pursuit <laughs> it's gross did, did gross you, conversation was he a gambler Oh yeah, I gamble every every almost every day. Gamble. Was Grandpa a gambler? No, never gambled. Where'd you get the he gambling thing? He didn't drink either. From? My father he never. He didn't. No, he was a liquor salesman too. That didn't drink. That's funny. He didn't drink. Never drank. What was his vice? Women. No, no, he was good. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was. He's I mean, a little of a hound. No, maybe when he was in the band years ago, before he got married. Did you ever watch him play? Yeah, we used to go see his band. What kind of what kind of music? Rock and roll. Grandpa played rock and roll? He played the piano. Rock and roll. Jimmy, uh, 
with the, the guy, I forget the guy that was the headline in the band. It was very popular. Jimmy Cavallo. Jimmy Cavallo's name was. And he had a, a band, rock and roll band. My father played the piano. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? My father was very, you know, dapper. He was a, he was a good-looking dude. Yeah, and he had suits. He used Always to wore dressed suits. up every day in suits. He was a salesman. Remember he used to trim the hedges he had, in a three-piece suit? He probably had <laughs> He probably had 15 suits, six or seven or eight sport coats, 30 pairs of shoes. Really? In the closet. 30 pairs. I counted them one day. <laughs> 30 pairs of shoes. He was a clothes horse. And he used to keep his Best hair. dressed man. Oh, he was it, so well-dressed. You look in the mirror and he... He would fix his hair. Fix his hair. He needed to have his hair perfect. Oh yeah, he was. He was a, yeah, he was a real pisser. He used to call us all broken down. That's what. That's what I got it from. Broken down. Yeah. He used to call everybody's broken. Your broken down. God damn it, Doris! (laughs) Your broken down wife. He used to call us broken down grandchildren. Mm -hmm. He was fun though. He was a fun grandpa. He was. He was a good guy. He was a good dude. Took care. He took grazed eight kids. Took care of them all. What did he do after he sold liquor? And then was a what? What did he do? Like when I was a kid? No, he went. He he lost his job at one liquor company because uh, they were losing business. They were going to close, and he went to work for another liquor company. He stayed with them until he was probably uh, sixty-five, sixty-six, somewhere around there, and then he retired. How old was he when he passed away? 87. That's a pretty long life. Yeah, he lived a good life. He died very peacefully. Peacefully, which is nice. No cancer, nothing. Just old age. Which is the way people would want to go, right? Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a kid, and do you remember that bicycle we used to have? With With the the seat seat? on the back? (laughs) (laughs) And I'd have to stare in the back of your hairy ass. (laughs) Your Italian carpet hanging out of your shorts. I thought you shoved the cat back there. Emily, when I, she lost her ice cream cone, I, had, <laughs> I was almost home. I had to go all the way back. Started crying. I had to ride all the way back. It was a long way. All the way back to the store, get her another ice cream cone. You spoiled fun. us. Oh, yeah. We were so spoiled. Yes, you were. You were making up for lost time with Chris and Karen because mm-hmm. you weren't around for their, a lot of their childhood, right? Not as, not as much as I should have been. But you were around I, for I ours. was around. I, you know, I saw him. I saw him, you know, a, a lot, but not as much as I should have. It was, you know, because I was, you know, single, you basically single. Yeah, I didn't meet your mother for years after I. Joan was your first wife. Yeah. How old were you when you got married? I was twenty-six. Jesus, that's young. And then, how soon till you had your first kid? Well, when she. When we got married, she was pregnant. Oh, shotgun. <laughs> shotgun. Shotgun wedding. Boom, boom. Because you both were Catholic, About raised six Catholic. six months later, she had the baby. Holy shit. Karen pops out. Karen, yeah. Did you name any of your daughters? We, we agreed on the names. But did you pick any name? I don't know. She liked, she, I guess she liked to go with K's, Karen and Christine. It was like the original Kardashians. No, no C-H. It was a K. She was Christine with a K. And yeah. Karen, Karen with a K. Karen with a K. Karen Ann and Christine Marie, I think. And what about with mom? Did mom let you pick either one of our names? Uh, it was your mother, you know. She was tough. <laughs> <laughs> you like tough women. Tough. There's an ongoing theme. Well, I like the name. She, I, I love the name Emily and Jessica. Was, I like that name, too. But, yeah, I like the names. I thought they were really not nice names. They yeah. Were, they weren't that popular back then, either. Well, now they're like the most popular names they ever. They both got Boring names. very popular. The most popular names you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. 
do you remember the time that you were going to go when I was a kid? I remember you used to go hunting and I remember the dog misbehaved one day and it was a timing of a situation where the dog, was it Coco that misbehaved? And you came into the room and you were looking for your shotgun because you were going to go hunting and you go, where's my shotgun? And I was like, don't shoot Coco. I thought you were going to shoot the dog, but you were just looking for your shotgun. To go it was Poco. 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 Why did you get rid of Poco? It became a real pain in the ass. Is that the dog older. that bit me in the face? No, no. I, I brought that one back the same, right? A couple of days after he bit you. You tied it to the tree? Tied it to the tree in front of the... the um, ASPCA. No, not the ASPCA. Humane Society. Humane Society, because he was a puppy, so they'll get rid of him. But he, he was you couldn't touch his food. He'd bite you. That's what Do- you did. What kind of... Was it a hot dog? It was a mutt. How big? It wasn't that big. It was kind of small. But, but if you went for his food, he was only like six, seven months old. Oh, shit. Went That's no Went for his no food, good. he'd bite. That's no good. He'd bite. He'd try to bite the lady next door when she came <laughs> over to visit. She tried to pet him when he was... Eating his food and she, he, he growled at her. I said, we got to get rid of this dog. A little fucking asshole. Well, he was very aggressive, too aggressive. He was a puppy. Uh, he was aggressive. I'm Imagine sorry. what he'd been like when he when he, he would have been full, full grown. So I just tied him to the tree out there. and they, I know they pick him, fix him or pick him up because it was right, Somebody would right fix in him. front of the main society. I know that tree. Right in front. It's when you go down the, sh- the driveway and there's that main yeah. tree right there. Yeah, I tied him to that one. And uh, I left. I did it in the middle of the night. <laughs> you were that pissed off at the dog? Well, I didn't want to. If I had a brought him in. I would have paid. You got if you give a dog up, you got to give him money. And I really, was, wasn't about to do that. So I just said, I know to take him anyway. So I just tied him to the tree. And he was a puppy. He was a cute puppy, but I didn't make. I should have left a note. <laughs> do not have this dog. That's such go an with Italian people thing. People with children. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to tie the dog to a tree. I'm going to leave it in the middle of the night. <laughs> Who it was does warm. that? It was the summer. You didn't have to worry about the not, weather. It's not mean, but I just think it's so funny that you were like, I'm going to leave the dog tied to the tree. Tie, tie him to the tree. <laughs> He'll be fine. Pick, him up. He'll Pick be the fine. fucking dog up after. He'll be fucking fine. Someone, he's cute. No, no, he's cute. Someone will take him. No, I, I would assume he probably got adapted right away because he was a puppy. People want puppies and kittens. They want puppies and kittens. Yeah. That's sad because they got a million other animals that are nice animals. Older ones are fine, and Five, they're six, trained. Seven years old, they're housebroken. Yeah, they're calmer. People don't want them, but the they want puppies. Are cute. People are are getting more aware now that a lot of pe- more people are taking rescue dogs. They should. I, my dog's a rescue. And, and that please, the the people in Hollywood now. This is the new thing. They they all got rescue. Oh, dogs. Oh, now they now they oh, are. I have a rescue dog. Yes, we have. I have two rescue dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody ought to rescue your ass and get in trouble. <laughs> They're so phony. Rescue dog, got a rescue dog. <laughs> the, I mean, it's, it's just you know, it's 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 sickening. It is sickening. It's sickening. The only time you, they got into it is when they start publicizing all the animals that got euthanized. At these, yes. They have to euthanize them. You have to euthanize them, they and people they, always they can't they can't afford to keep them. No, they can't, and they so can't they, afford to keep them because they, there's too many. Dogs that are bred. There's yeah, too many dogs that are purchased. Yeah, but I'm just there's so many animals that, that people give up. A lot of cats. A lot of cats. A lot of cats get just thrown out of a car. That cat that we had got thrown out of a car. What one? Samantha? No, uh, I forgot the Jasmine? name. Jasmine? No, I can't remember. Samantha, no. We're, Samantha, too? I forgot. No, no. This the was, cat you had with Uncle Louie. 
that's one Tracy's. That uh, was Samantha too. Tracy saved it. Oh. We saw, uh, her boyfriend saw the guy. He was looking out the window. He sees the car open right in front of her house, and the guy throws the cat out. So Cats can survive better than dogs. I know that, but he came up on the porch. So he's meowing. He's, you know, he's, he doesn't know what to do. Uh, Tracy went out. Now she feels sorry for the cat, right? <laughs> so she brings the cat some food and some water. And then the cat never left. <laughs> and then, no, no, before the night was out, the cat was inside the house. <laughs> this is funny because she went and she got a litter, litter box. She did that <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, we adopted the cat that night. And she just moved in. Yeah, it was a nice cat. Very Sa- nice what'd cat. What would you name it? I thought it was Sam 2. Mm, no, I don't think so. Sammy 2 was, uh, no, the white cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the white? Oh, no, my No, no, you my had a cat. cat. My cat was Sammy 2. Yeah, you had a cat. I had a cat. I got that cat from a lady who had... A bunch of cats, and she she wanted wanted to know if I wanted that crazy one. lady. No, no, no. This was a lady. Uh, I, when I was working for the city, we were fixing up her house, so that's how you meet them, the people. Yeah. Because we meet the people in the house, and she said, "I see all these cats running around," and uh, I says, "I was thinking, I said, I think I'd like to get a cat." I says, "You willing to let one of those go?" She says, "Yeah, you can take anyone you want." She meant she meant her pussy, Dad. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> this one comes running out. <laughs> this cute, beautiful cat got real cute, beautiful color. M- small, a small cat, not one of those big tabbies. It was like a medium, the small and mm-hmm. medium cat. Real pretty, so I took it. And now, that was she Sam told too. Me, she told me the cat had just given, uh, just given birth to a litter a short while ago, and they were sickly, so she didn't nurse them. <gasps> they don't nurse them if they're sickly. They know. She they, let them all die? Yeah, they all died. I'm going to do that when I have kids. But so she knew they were sick. The cat knew it. She wouldn't nurse them. That's what I'm going to say she, when I'm pregnant. The other cat had quick kittens, the other cat she was with. Yeah. She nursed those kids, kittens. Somebody they else's even, cats? It wasn't even her kitten. Her, it wasn't her kittens. It was her cat that lived with her that had a, a litter of kittens. Yeah. And she nursed the, kit, the kittens. That's some shady shit. Well, because, well, she said she had a litter that she couldn't nurse because they were sick. How so did she know? nursed the other ki- other kittens. I don't know. That's crazy. It must be nature. It must be nature. You know. But I never liked cats till I got one. I know it's like you, the idea of them, you know. But then you, you got Mellow right now. Is looking his asshole in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you got no balls left. He's looking his butthole right now. But we always had cats growing up. We had Samantha, who was the yeah, pure we had white cats. cat. I never got one until uh, years after I left the house. You had Jasmine, who was a bitch. Well, we had Jasmine at home. That was your cat. She was a bitch. She hated everybody but you. <laughs> then the white cat, Samantha. Samantha was, a, was cool. She used to jump in my lap every night. She was she was like a dog. She had blue and eyes. She brought the bird in the house. Yeah, she brought the bird and wasn't everybody dead. Panic. <laughs> <laughs> We, no, up. she didn't kill us. She just had it. It was her alive. Mouth. And they flew around the house. I heard her was screaming. I'm out in the yard. Ah! Was there a monster in the house? I go and there's a bird flying around the house, right? That was funny. She that let was him funny. she come in the house and let him go. This, it was alive. This thing over here. Mellow. Mello, about a month ago. She comes in the bedroom, she's got a mouse in her mouth. Where the fuck she get the mouse? There's mice all over. They mice get here? in everywhere. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. But anyway, she's got it in her mouth. No, she, I guess she's showing he, me. He. he. I guess he's showing me her, his trophy. Cause that's hey, no, they, it's a gift for you. Yeah, he comes in, p- 
spits it out, and it runs away. <gasps> so he goes after it. He's trying to catch it again. He couldn't catch it. So there's a dead mouse someplace in so here? So he must have got her eventually, because I never saw it again. Oh, that's so gross, Dad. Well, I mean, that's you need a Mexican lady in here to clean the house. Mexican lady? Yeah. You can be like... No, our- but I mean, the cats, I mean, cats are killers. They're natural-born killers. I know they are. They're good. They'll kill moles. They'll kill mice. They'll kill squirrels sometimes if, if they get in... Uh, birds? Birds. Uh, oh, birds. Mine used to catch birds all the time. Jasmine? Yeah, my Sammy, too. Oh, Sammy, too? Sammy, too. Because the Sammy, one, was a white cat we I had. used to let her out. And she used to catch birds all the time. And moles and mice, everything. She's catching. She could kill them, though. But you miss Carlin, right? Oh, Carlin. I love Carlin. Carlin's the best. Oh. He's so dumb. He's, he's a big baby. He's he a is. baby. He's such a jumped, baby. He jumped up in my lap. He almost kills me. <laughs> when he was here, when he stood he here. He jumped on your lap? He tried to, yeah, he jumped in my lap a couple of times. He weighs <laughs> 75 pounds. He's on my Pure lap. Pure muscle. And he knocked me over in the backyard playing. <laughs> Oof. He hit, me, he hit me full force running. He didn't mean to. No, no. We were playing with a ball. And he, I don't know, he got excited. And he come, I had the ball in my hand. He come around. <laughs> and he, boof. He hit me with his paws. He knocked me down. Because he's, he's a powerful he's dog. He's sweet, though. Oh, he's a lovely dog. He's I a rescue. I, I rescued him, you rescued, Dad. We rescued that dog. I saved him. He's, but who was, what was the name of the dog that you got rid of? Gilda. Gilda, you had somebody take Gilda. Yeah, some you ever, family you ever, has they ever talk, talk to you about the dog? Or well, they, they did contact me. Gilda was my um, Portuguese Padango. She was a rescue dog, my first rescue Portuguese dog. Portuguese Padango? Yeah, we, just, we found out that she was a very rare breed. Super smart. Hyper smart. So smart that she was the most difficult dog to train. <laughs> and so we gave her to a family, and the family contacted. After Giannis and I broke up, the family contacted us and said that they were thinking about getting rid of her because she was so difficult really which i didn't want to happen because if she would have been put into a you know a shelter no one would have taken her because she's so you, you remember how difficult she was yeah when i got her i brought yeah. her here and she was almost unreceptive to any command she was a, like a feral dog just to run around she just run she was she just wanted to kill shit and she sucked at it she never killed anything <laughs> but i told him i said if you just stick with her and you're consistent and you exercise her first thing in the morning <laughs> run her for two fucking hours <laughs> she'll run for 16 miles if she has to run her to the ground and she'll be the best dog you ever have and so it was like three months of them getting used to it but then they they kept her they kept they her. kept Good. her they love her love her she was a beautiful dog oh yeah she was a nice dog she was you know just hard yeah. I wish I have her. I wish I had her now, but three dogs couldn't. Three dogs much. is too much. Well, you know, especially with one Fozzie dying slowly. <laughs> oh, my God! You I'm... got me, Fozzie. <laughs> you remember you got me, Fozzie. I didn't get you, Fozzie. Yes, you did. Oh, I, I did. put him on your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Have, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, how much well, did he, How much did Fozzie cost? Four hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got a discount. <laughs> I bought Fozzie. Huh? Uh-huh. I'm glad I didn't buy. Uh, What's what's the little one Emily had? Emily, that was fifteen hundred dollars. Oh I yeah, think, her her uh, Gia. Gia. Oh, she's a shit dog. She went to New Orleans to get that dog. She did. Yeah. Why? Because that's where it was. Well, you can find dogs anywhere. She, uh, she, Marty flew her down to get the dog. She came back. Like, the dog was like twelve hundred dollars or something. And she said, "Well, she's been a lot more than that because of her medical problems. Because she's a purebred dog, and they're <laughs> shit dogs to have. She's got liver issues." 
Well, she's she's a little small, tiny dog. They're, they're assholes. They're in they're they're, they're over, inbred. Overbred, inbred. They have a, you know they have mothers and fathers that or fathers that they were related. Breed with their own. You should talk with your Pelusos. Blood. Yeah. What? Carmela and Michael were related. <laughs> your pa- your grandparents were related. No, they well they were eighteenth dis- distant cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you, we were talking about this at mom's the other day when I got caught stealing? Oh, yeah, I remember. You called me. You didn't call her. Yeah, because you we were. We were broke up then. Yeah. You, were, you weren't the disciplinarian in the relationship, Dad. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I had you wrapped around my yeah, little finger. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever, whatever possessed you to, to uh, shoplift at 17 years old. Because I didn't do drugs, Joseph. And your mother, <laughs> so, my mother kicked that was, you out. That was, that was the kick? Yeah. Sh- shoplift to get your kicks? <laughs> Shoplifting was better my than, kick. Better than marijuana, Oh, huh? so, to get away with it? <laughs> and you'd have a whole bag full of dumb shit? I used to steal keychains from Spencer's. I didn't steal anything that meant anything. <laughs> but mom, you know, decided to kick you out and move the neighbor in. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to do drugs, but I'm going to steal shit. That's what I did. I stole shit all the time. And you can't, I called you. I know you did. I know you did. You got caught when you were real young one time. 12, 13. Where? In one of those discount stores you were in. I brought you in there. Or your mother brought you in. You went looking around and you stole something. What kind of discount store? Lies. Uh, you know, like uh, a Kmart or those kind of a store. You're right. I did steal something from Kmart. You stole something. What'd I steal? I don't know. Something stupid, a little thing. Oh, I remember I was in line. I st- We were standing in line, and I put it in my pocket right there. It was like one of the bullshit things they put by the register. Yeah. And they caught me. Of course they caught you. What are you, <laughs> you, were, you got caught twice. Jesus. Well, all the times they didn't catch me. Just, you don't, your Italian heritage didn't do you any good. You should have <laughs> been, been a super thief. I should have been a super thief. Right? Hey. <laughs> what you guys doing was stealing. <laughs> It's part of the growing up in an Italian family. You have to bring home stolen stuff. <laughs> you have to bring home. I was just fulfilling my, my legacy. Right. We want some stolen stuff to prove that you could be a thief. Yeah, I was, I was, it was my initiation into the mob. Yeah. At 12 years old. Yeah, the mob. I had to steal a pack of gum from the we line. We didn't have anybody in the mob. But my uh, sister knew her best friend's father was, was, was uh, in the mob. He was like he a was, boss? He was, he was up in there somewhere. High, high up? A lot of money. Really? Oh yeah. And Carmela's? Yeah, they. Uh, if if he didn't like her boyfriend, he she tell him, he tell his daughter, I don't want you going out with him anymore, and she wouldn't do it. Because she was worried she he'd kill him. She to kill him. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if he'd kill him, but it might mess him up a little bit. Did but you? He was. He's. He's. Uh, he lived to be really old. He had a liquor store. That what was is his, it with the Italians that, that and liquors? A, that was his front. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. And then they that had... was his front. <laughs> It's all his business was handled out of the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Didn't your grandpa have a liquor store? My, my father's father, my gran- grandpa Luigi. Luigi. At a liquor store. Now Where? That's, that's a funny story I should tell this. Yeah, tell the story. Here. Tell the people. My grandfather had a liquor store. We were about uh, 11, 12 years old. My brother and I used to go down. We used to help him stack the shelves and you know hang around the liquor store in the summertime where was this in syracuse in auburn oh, in auburn right i think it was only there was only a couple of liquor stores in the whole city there was 10 people in auburn you no know, it was thirty-five thousand <laughs> people but my brother wonderful louis started drinking 11 years old he stole a bottle of wine 
bottle of wine. You got drunk back, at 11? Went back to the house. I think my father was out. I think that's when he, when he split up with my mother. So he was out working. We were old enough to, you know, handle ourselves. You know, yeah. we, you know, we were old enough to take care of ourselves. He was 13, I was 11, you know, so was, he could leave us alone for a while. So he leaves the store, and I don't, I wonder where the hell he went. I don't know where he went. So I said to my grandfather, I said, I'm going to find Louis. He left. I said, I don't know why he left, but he left, so I'm going to go find him. So I go, I go back to our house. Guess where I found him? Passed out drunk? He's passed out drunk in the bathtub. <laughs> He drank the whole bottle of wine, 11 years old. 11 or 12 he was. He drank the whole bottle of wine. He was hammered, and he <laughs> fell asleep drunk. Because he's 11 years old. You don't have that much you know, tolerance he for alcohol. He drank the whole bottle? He drank the whole bottle. Did you have to pump his stomach? Did you have to go to no, hospital? No, no, no. It was okay. He just got smashed, and he went to sleep. <laughs> that was started his drinking, I think. Did he start drinking from that point on? No, no. But he, when he started, we had the bar. Remember, he had the bar. Uncle Louie had a bar? The Schnitzel Bank, yeah. You the know. what? The Schnitzel Bank. The Schnitzel Bank? Yeah, it was German. It was, he, married into the, <laughs> he married into the family. The girl, her mother, her mother, Linda's mother, hated Italians. She was a Nazi. She was. I swear to God. This she, is Uncle Louie's first wife? She had a swastika flag in her house, I think. Shut up. She was off. This is Uncle Louie's first wife? Linda. Oh, Linda. Her mother was Rosie from Germany. You're talking about Aunt Linda. Aunt, Aunt Linda. Linda's mother. Rosie from Germany. I was like, who is, who is she this was person a, you're talking about? She was, she was tough. Tough. She went to... The schnitzel <laughs> she bar? Moved, she moved to Florida because Louis bought the place from her. And he ran it with his wife, right, her daughter. Linda. So she used to come up and see him. He said, she doesn't fly up, she marches up. <laughs> Sigheil, <laughs> Sigheil. Oh. Hitler jokes. <laughs> Hitler jokes. And then she heard somebody called her and said Louis was abusing Linda. Louis wasn't abusive. No. He never even touched her. No. But she heard that he was abusing her. So she comes up, unbeknownst to my brother. She comes probably the fly, German. fly into town. She came in, came into the restaurant. In the middle of the day at noon when the place is jammed with people for lunch. She comes in the bar. And she, 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 she punches him. <gasps> she punches him right in the mouth. <laughs> so he, he grabs her, and he just kind of like ripped her blouse a little bit. He didn't, he didn't hurt her. He didn't push Trying her. Trying to get a hold of her. Punch her. He just, he was mad. So he let go. I'm standing at the bar. She comes running over to the bar. She tries to grab the, a bottle of beer to <gasps> stand at the bar to hit him with. So I grabbed a bottle of beer from her. So we calmed everything down, and she left. But she was just trying to protect her child from whatever she thought was well, happening. Well, she thought something was bad. She, he, right. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't do ever. He never abused. He never slapped. He never fight. Right. But she was just being fight. a mother. They used to fight because the married people fight. Right. Married people so, fight. So and Aunt did, Linda's wonderful. Oh yeah, she's great. Great. One great, of the greatest. Great girl. Great girl. Greatest of all time. So. Uh, Schnitzel Bank. Yeah, that was the name of the place. That's it? what I call my butthole, Dad. It was a German restaurant. She <laughs> so was my butthole. <laughs> She made Wiener Schnitzel. She made all kinds of oh my sauerbraten. She made all them German stuff. Good stuff. She, they did well. He he made a lot of money. Then he got started gambling and, and chasing women. He uh, he was a womanizer. Oof. He messed it up with two great women. Yeah, yeah. He, he married three times. Linda Penny. Linda Kim and Pem, Penny. 
Kim was in between Linda and yeah, Penny? I don't yeah. remember Kim. Kim was beautiful. Well, all his really wives were beautiful. Girl. So, uh, yeah, he married her, and then they broke up. And then he, that was just, then he met Penny, married her, broke up with her. You two ha- have had more Well, ex-wives. I've had two. He's had three. I had two. That's five. It's like a football lineup. My father had two. That's seven. <laughs> it's a starting lineup. <laughs> Divorce runs high in the family. Jesus. What are you going to do? I'm never going to get married. You're lucky Emily's going to have baby and be married. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not not after seeing all the shit I've seen. <laughs> you, you, I can't. Well, I can't. it's not. It's not, you know, it's just, it's not, it's tough because, look, I've been married and divorced twice. My brother three times. I mean, it just one, it's like so many people get married and get divorced. Yeah. Like 50%. Yeah. I mean, oh, more incredible. than 50%. And even the ones that get married again the second time. There's a high divorce rate there, too. Yeah. Why so do you think that is? Relationships are just brutal. Right? They're brutal. They're brutal. They don't, people don't. Do you think marriage is unnatural? I, I don't think people communicate enough when I didn't. You know, I was a closed You're mouth. a closed, you're a closed My box. brother was worse. He was worse than me. You're emotional. You get a little emotional. Yeah, I get emotional, but I mean, I, I, I never let anything out verbally. He didn't either. Yeah, you're kind Never of could quiet. get anything out of him. Nothing. I, I, I even couldn't get anything out of him. I was, he was my, you know, my favorite brother, my blood brother. Really, yeah. we lived together. Yeah, you guys are besties. And he, I never, never got anything down deep out of him. Never. Really? No. Never talked about. Nothing emotional. His, his at wives. Never talked about his wives. Never talked about his divorces. All surface stuff. Yeah, he never, never talked about. Uh, he was very. Uh, he was just like my father. My father was just like him. Yeah, Grandpa was like that. Grandpa, Grandpa was, was not a, a huggy, love no. you type of grandfather or father. But he wasn't cold. No, he wasn't cold, but he wasn't a touch- But he wasn't open. He wasn't a touchy-feely no, guy. No, 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 he know? wasn't. But he, but he had a way to show you he loved you, though. Oh, absolutely. He used to come and see me all the time. If I was sick, he'd come and bring me stuff. He had his you own know, way of alone. showing love. Yeah, yeah. He used to yell at Louie because I was upstairs with a fever and he, he wasn't coming up and feed me. <laughs> he went downstairs and gave Rip Louie a new asshole. He did? He said, your brother's upstairs. He's been sick for a week with fevers. He said, you've got to go f- feed him and take care of him, he said. Aww. He got mad. He got mad at Louie. So That's sweet. All of a sudden, I started getting meals coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick for seven days with a mysterious virus. I had temperatures of 104, 105 every night. When was this? Years and years ago. I, I was scared the hell out of me. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Seven days of high fevers. I don't know. I don't know how you didn't I die. I must have had some kind of a virus or... Horrible infection. Something. It was awful. Because your body gets a temperature so to I, fight off the whatever's I went happening. To the, I went to the doctor on the, on the seventh day. Dr. Jigantelli. G- good day. So nice he, Irish guy. Yeah, nice Irish guy. <laughs> Jigantelli. He, he takes my... T- my temperature wasn't high, high, but it was still high. He says, I says, this has been like this all week. I said, I've been taking my temperature. I'm 104, 105. He says, well, something's really wrong with you. He says, I don't know what's wrong with you. He says, I'm going to put you in the hospital. He says, if your temperature doesn't go down tomorrow, you're going to go in the hospital. Because he figures six, seven days, i got to have something bad. And that sounds horrible. It must have scared me because the next day it was normal. And it was? It stayed normal, yeah. Isn't that weird? Maybe he scared whatever was in yeah, you. Yeah, scared out of, you. out of me. <laughs> your body's like, <laughs> we better get rid of this. I'm dying, some bitch. I'm too young to die. <laughs> No, that was scary. That was the scariest thing I ever had, except pneumonia. I had pneumonia when I was 18 years old. I was in bed for a week. With pneumonia? Pneumonia is nasty. It acts the shit right is out. Is that the flu of the lungs? Yeah, lungs. 
You can die from pneumonia. Oh, pneumonia. Most older people die of pneumonia. Right, because they don't my have the immune system to fight it. My mother died of pneumonia. Who? Grandma Jean. She did? She caught pneumonia in the hospital. Oh, that's right. She was sick. She was sick, but she got pneumonia. She got pneumonia. That's and right. That was, that was, it was all over. That's right. I forgot about that. She's 92. That's a long life. Grandma Palooza was 99. Do you remember Grandma Jean towards the end? Your mom, because she was a little, she had dementia. Do you think yeah. she had Alzheimer's? No. Just no dementia. Way, no, because she remembered everybody. Right, she did remember everybody. And she could talk, you could have a conversation you with You could, her. with about about stuff. Yeah, yeah, she used to get, she probably got a little dementia. It was dementia, a little stuff. bit. A little bit. Well, Do you she remember? was 92 years old. She was 92. And no. she had also had that stint in the hospital. In the hospital, but she, that was years and years and years and years. She loved to gamble. That's where you got your gambling oh, from. Oh my God, she, Louis! Oh my God, she, she loved the, to gamble. She she loved to gamble. All, all Anything. She go to bingo, five nights a week. <laughs> I swear to God, bingo. They had they had to pull her out sometimes. My 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 sister got her social security money. You know, she took care of her money. Yeah. And she used to dole it out to her. Because if she gave it to her, she'd blow it all on. Yeah, Carmella had to ration out the money because Grandma She would blow it all on bingo. Do you remember Grandma Jean? She'd go to a bingo table and she'd have like 11 cards. I I should take her once in a while. I said, man, how the hell do you keep track? I got trapped. She goes, they got this little thing that dot. They stamp it. They stamp it. They stamp it. (laughs) (laughs) And she yells, bingo! And then they come over she made a mistake. (laughs) She was so embarrassed. She was funny. Yeah, she was funny. Do you remember because she started to get dementia towards the end? I remember one Christmas when we were at Aunt Carmela's house. She forgot you? No, she never forgot us, but she <laughs> came downstairs and she always wore makeup. Yeah. Towards the end when she lost her hair, she always had her wig <laughs> on. She took pride in the way she looked. Yeah. But towards the end when she started like losing her marbles a little bit, things started to shift. <laughs> she didn't really keep it up as well as she had had years yeah, prior. Yeah. So one time she came down, her wig was on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she put her lip liner for her eyebrows and her eyebrow liner for her <laughs> lip liner. So she came down the stairs with a crooked wig with hot pink eyebrows. <laughs> In brown lips. Oh, that's funny. Do you remember that? I don't remember it, but we should have had a camera to oh, take gosh. a picture. Oh, she, like, she looked like a fucking clown. <laughs> and we all just played it cool. I remember Jennifer was like, oh, Grandma, you look beautiful. She used to go to uh, Turning Stone. <laughs> yes. To play bingo. She went to uh, that big, huge casino in Connecticut. I uh, can't remember the name of Foxwoods? it. Foxwoods? Foxwood? Yeah. Foxwood, Foxwoods, was it? Something like that. maybe? Something like that. Yeah, I can't. It was a big, huge, huge. casino. Yeah. They used to go with the... All the women. They go in a busload. They go in a busload of women. They That's all, where you got your gambling from. She used to go to Turning Stone, and they used to go to Connecticut once in a while. Did you, now when she got sick, did you have a, like a, your final moment with her? Were you able to like say goodbye and all oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made it. We made it. She was, she knew who, she knew who we were, but she was, they had, they had to give her oxygen. Yeah. But she knew who we were, so she, you know, she was coherent. Yeah. But you couldn't really talk that much to her. But did she pass her in her oxygen. sleep? I think so, yeah, because yeah. we went home the next day. My sister called. She passed away that night. So at least you got to say goodbye to her. Oh, yeah. Well, Louis was, and, and Louis, Louis, Louis's terrible. No, he's, oof. With he, that he stuff. He hates, hates that stuff. Yeah. You know, he didn't, hardly wanted to come into the room, you know. Yeah. Well, because he, he didn't can't deal see, with stuff. He didn't want to see her because she was the way she was. You know, she had the Right, action. it's horrible. She's, she's breathing hard, and he wouldn't hardly, he stood out like almost in a hallway. And I started crying. <laughs> What's your mom? I know. It's tough. Life is and a he, bitch. He, he started to get upset, so he, he kind of 
angle back out of the out the door. Yeah, he would start crying. You yeah, know? he was like my father. My father would never show the uh, motion. Very very seldom. Yeah. Every time I see him, so show emotions when my grandfather died. His father, he drank. That's the only time I ever saw him drink. Grandpa After Mike. After we came back from the uh, from the uh, wake. Yeah. He drank. He drank two or three mixed drinks. I never wow. saw him drink before. So that was he was really upset. Yeah. He, he didn't he didn't want to go in the, he didn't want to go in the funeral home. That's crazy. He wouldn't go in the funeral home. Uncle Louie was such a spitting image of him. Yeah. You're he so stood grandma. Out, he stood out in the hallway and he wouldn't come in to see his oh. father. That's how you know, It's he, rough for some people. Well, I, it's emotional and I, he, he he never wanted to break down in front of people, I guess. Yeah. It's like it's one a, of those people. Yeah, cuz you're not used to, you, you feel vulnerable. Yeah. You're the same way. Yeah, I am too a little bit. I but I'll cry for people. Yeah, I cry. You cried when I surprised you to come home. Yeah, I cried a little bit. You cried. You were totally surprised, right? Oh yeah, I, I you know, I, you know what is funny thing about? It? I looked at Fozzie and I says, "What the fuck is Fozzie?" Yeah, because I put Fozzie. What's up Fozzie first? doing? Are you supposed to be in Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> I, it didn't dawn on me, and then I saw you. I couldn't. I said, Fozzie, what's Fozzie? I was on the phone with you twenty minutes before. I know that was funny. You set me up good. I set you up good. That's what you get. You yeah. raised me well. What the hell is that over there? Oh my god! I I put I organized your cupboards. Your cupboards were a fucking disaster, so I cleaned them. What the hell's in the bag? I put your. Ba- you had a whole bunch of shit in your cupboards. I cleaned it out. Tell one more joke before we get out of here. Uh, okay. Which one? We want to do the other stuttering. You did joke? the stuttering. No, you did one stuttering joke. I did two stuttering jokes, and I did a joke about the. Do another the guy one. That ate dog food. Do that one. Okay. This retired guy is home and. His wife works all day, and he takes care of himself. Can't see too good. So his wife comes home one day, and she looks in the, in the garbage can. She sees about 10, 12 empty cans of dog food. And she says, Geez, the dog wouldn't eat this much. What, what, what's going on? She says to her husband, honey, you've been opening cans out of the cupboard? He says, well, I can't see too good, so I just took the cans out and ate whatever was in them. She says, you ate 12 cans of dog food. He says, well, I didn't know. He says, I... I feel okay. She says, well, I'm going to call a doctor. <laughs> so she calls the doctor. She says, doctor, my husband's been eating dog food for two weeks. He didn't know about it because he can't see the cans. What do I do? He says, well, he's probably going to have to do nothing. He says, but call me back in two weeks. Let me know how he is. So she calls. The doctor calls her. So he calls her. He says, Mrs. Mrs. Schwarzenberg, <laughs> how's your husband? He's dead. What do you mean he's dead? What happened? He was out in the middle of the street licking his balls. He got hit by a truck. It <laughs> 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 is really funny. Right, we have enough now for the for this for talking. the people. Yeah. yeah do enough? you have enough? Yeah. I, well, I, maybe I should tell the others. What one other stuttering joke? Tell tell one tell one more joke. All right, one more. It's not a stuttering joke. Okay. Guy goes uh goes in goes to the doctor and he's a stutter and he's a doctor. Can you help me? I'm stutter. He says, well, okay, he says, let me examine you. He says, so he says, no, take your clothes. I got to look you all over, see if you got anything wrong on you. So the doctor gets him back in the, cons- uh, the room next to the, where they were looking at him, and he says, uh, I know what's wrong with you. He says, what? He says, you have a gigantic, gigantic penis. He says, it's too big. It's causing you to stutter. He says, I have to cut off a lot of it. It should take care of your problem. He says, oh, okay. So the doctor goes ahead, does the operation. Week, la- week later, the guy comes bursting in the doctor's office. Doctor, doctor, you got to take care of me. He says, 
my girl does, doesn't love me anymore. She doesn't like me. She says, my penis is too small. You got to put it back. You got to put it back. You got to put it back. Doctor looks at him and says, fuck you. you, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> I see where I get it from. Yeah. Uh, You're fun. Yes. Okay. So you have Good to night. say thank you to everybody. Thank you, everybody. Good night. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Podfest? Podfest? What do you call it? I'm about as, uh, I have no electronic ability at all. My cell phone is a rotary. <laughs> Podfest? It's so old, it's a rotary. Say, say I love you. I love, I love you. you all. I love you, Dad. I'm the funny one. Remember that. <laughs> Bye. I mean, does it get much cuter than that? Joe Peluso, everybody. If you don't know him, now you do. He's the best. He's the funny one. He is funny. He's fucking adorable. He, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just think he's such a great guest to have on the podcast because he loves to tell stories. And, you know, he loves to be funny. And, and that's his charm. You know, that's one thing that I got from him. And my mother, you know, she's sarcastic and funny very dry sense of humor very smart my dad's the goofy one and he likes to do that so i think it's you know it's so cool to get to know the people who made you it's it's a it's a blessing and it it is something that shouldn't be taken for granted i um i've always wanted to I, i mentioned this young girl before jacqueline young who is a fan of mine and, and we're friends. We, we text, we're totally text friends. The, the new pen pal is the, is the text, text friend. What would you call it? Pen pal. Text today, junior, whatever it is. We're, we're text friends. Um, I mentioned her a couple months ago. I met her cousin at the Hartford funny bone and her cousin told me about Jacqueline and how Jacqueline was a fan. And so, we we started talking and, and staying in touch. And Jacqueline has a very rare disease. It's called superior mesentric artery syndrome. And it, I said before that she had to have a, um, a, a bag where they have to, you know, like a bathroom bag, colostomy bag. She doesn't have that. She has a feeding tube that is in her all day long, pretty much that's she's has a, a consistent feeding tube that she has to have attached to her um because this disease has to uh, this disease affects the way that she eats and what she can keep down and it's a very uncomfortable painful disease um and so i just i was inspired by her because if you go to her if you go to her um instagram page She's be- she's this beautiful young girl. She's she's just really she's she's the type of person you look at and you can see her soul. You can see her spirit, and it, just for somebody who has that much spirit, while having to deal with something that prohibits you from doing normal things that you should be doing at your age, is something that we can all learn about. Um, SMAS is the abbreviation of the disease and I can't it's superior mesenteric mesenteric artery syndrome it's a mouthful um it's not common it is 
a, a problem in the aorta and it, it, it causes like chronic pain and obstruction and it makes it very difficult for her to be able to eat and she therefore she can't really eat on her own she has to have the feeding tube and it can cause all sorts of problems and you know she wasn't feeling good a couple weeks ago and so I was keeping in touch with her cousin and, and keeping in touch with her and just making sure she was feeling good and you know when you meet people like this I don't get to hear everybody's story you know and I love people's story I don't get to hear everybody's pains or problems or strife you know I, I just hope to be able to help ease some of the pain and and she sent me a message saying that she wasn't feeling well and that she was watching girl code and that made her feel better and she said that her nurses said that they haven't seen her that happy in so long and so like that those little things those little you know connections with humans are are really just incomparable it's 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 something that you uh, as a comedian I don't really get to hear that a lot unless somebody comes up and tells me you know oh I have this problem or you know you've made me forget about so and so like unless I hear it I don't I don't know what is going on out there so I like to be able to know that real connections are being made and and, and people are enjoying comedy and it's literally healing them to me that's that's the reason I do this and you know it's just so it's really cool to be able to connect with this chick Jacqueline Young find her on Instagram her name is spelled J A C Q U E L I N E Young and then there's an uh, underscore after the young little dash that um is on the line like on the bottom line after after the G and Young she's on Instagram she's adorable she's strong she has the I think the strongest spirit I've ever met from anybody who's dealt with, you know, anything sort of painful. And, you know, she, she can't digest her food and she gets sick and, and the pain that's associated with not being able to digest food. And imagine like you take certain things for granted. Imagine being in pain every time you eat, not being able to, to taste food. So man, this girl, and she doesn't let that be, the forefront of her life, you know, she really tries to be positive and be a voice for anybody who has to go through this. So I just want to give her a shout out, let her know I'm thinking about her. I want you guys to give her a shout out. Jacqueline Young, look her up. She's dope. Um, I also, I, speaking of, you know, other stuff that I don't know a lot about, but I found out about Wes Craven passed away. I can't believe, I, how did I not mention that on the podcast? Because he was one of my favorite directors growing up. I loved his movies growing up. He, I believe he passed away in his sleep. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, passed away August 30th. And like his movies, man, Nightmare on Elm Street. I couldn't, I was afraid to go to sleep. That movie legitimately made me afraid to go to sleep. He did Scream. That sort of changed the movie, the horror movie genre. Scream really, really changed the way horror movies were made and in, in how they were casted. Um, Last House on the Left, which is a classic movie from the 70s that was remade, that was done pretty well with um, the, uh, what's his name, the guy who is in Scandal, who plays Fitz, the president, Tony Goldwyn. He's the father in 
the remake of Last House on the Left. Wes Craven was a producer on that. He didn't direct it, but he produced it. I mean, People Under the Stairs, The Hills Have Eyes. If you love horror movies, you know who Wes Craven is. Huge loss for the horror community. But I do believe, let me just double check. I'd hate to see he died in his sleep and he like died in a car accident and I'm just an asshole that can't get her shit straight. Um, he um, was just a huge horror movie dude. And if you love horror movies, you know his work. His, his work is just, you know, epic. Oh, f- that, that spanned decades. And he gave all sorts of people's, all sorts of careers to people, to actors. They're, he's responsible for their careers, so... It's a big loss, man. Hopefully he died in his sleep. My phone won't load. I can't get my phone to load at all. So I was trying to remember the details of Jacqueline's disease. Hopefully I said everything I could remember correctly. Um, Let's see. I hate when these pop-ups come up on your fucking phone. Died at 76. Um, This is his IMDb. They're not going to... They're like, what movies did he make? We don't care how he died. Um, 76 years old. Damn. That's not that, that's like, I feel like he could have survived for another 20 years. My dad's 77, Jesus. You never know. You just never fucking know when you're going to go. You better make it all fucking worthwhile. Why am I getting all depressing at the end of the podcast? I need Jacqueline here to lift my spirits. I um. So the bad movie, so so R.I.P. Wes Craven. I'll miss you, man. Your movies were dope. Um, Jacqueline, you're my girl. Shout out to you. Hope you're feeling good. I'm here for you. Text me if you need me. I always tell you that if you're not feeling good or, or if you are feeling good and you just want to chat, text me. Um, so the shitty movie I saw on my date was No Escape with Owen Wilson. Nobody go. Just don't go. It was so bad. And it was just, I didn't know what kind of movie it was going to be. My date was like, he's like, well, what kind of movie is it? And I said, action. He's like, well, like explosions type of action. And I said, no. And the movie started and five minutes later, there was a fucking explosion. I had no idea what the movie was going to be like. It was pretty fucking bad. The only redeeming quality was Pierce Brosnan, who looks amazing and is still a dope actor. So if you want to fiddle your diddle to Pierce Brosnan, go to the movie. Otherwise, don't fucking go. And a a few of you are probably like, yeah, duh, it looked horrible. I gave it a shot because I really like Lake Bell. I think she's good. And I like Owen Wilson, even though he's made some pretty shitty movies. I still like him. Um, yeah, so I, I didn't do questions this week. I'm going to do them again next week, and I'm going to start up my giveaway again next week. I have a couple more necklaces from Urban Smith, and I'm going to get a Mulco watch. from. I have a big watch that I always wear that a lot of you ask me about. I'm going to be giving away one of those watches. Some stuff from one of my favorite shops on Etsy, One Man Band. Um some stuff from let me see what else Tarte Cosmetics hopefully and um, I found this really cool artist on Instagram JG Art Studio on Instagram and she makes really cool paintings of your pets watercolors oil acrylic and she does all sorts of different styles and uh, anything you want she can make pretty much and so she's going to donate a piece to give away I think that's pretty dope so that'll be coming up. Everything's dope. Life is dope. I smoked dope. Life is dope. We don't need to have lobotomies anymore. Everyone just smoke a joint, sit by your pool, and let the worries just escape in your breath. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you enjoyed my dad, man. I love that dude. 
Hope you enjoyed my mom and my sister. They're they're all insane in the membranes. And we're all going to the Barbados together. My my sister's going to get married in Barbados. It's going to be our first family trip since we were all together as a family before my parents separated. So I can't wait. Uh, maybe I'll do a podcast from Barbados. I'm going to have to. I might have to bring extra microphones and get everybody on. That would be hilarious. We'll see. I can't make any promises. But um, this has been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed this episode. And uh, I hope you guys stick around. Thank you for tuning in to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Fly my ass to the moon, Frankie. Hey, penis. Yeah, just calling. I watched a movie last night called Hot Pursuit. So, you know, Witherspoon, family. Funny movie. A lot of good stuff. Sophie is really funny. You can't understand what she's talking about, but she's funny. So if you get a chance to rent it, rent it. Have to pursue this stuff. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye. Love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.